Hey out there, mommy land. This is Mom Unfiltered. I am your host, Jacqueline. Today, we get to speak with Pastor Denise Daniels. She is an amazing woman of God that is a mother, a grandmother, entrepreneur, and leading the charge in building the kingdom of God. Pastor Denise has had her share of trials, as you will hear, but her faith in God has kept her thus far. Romans 5, 3-5 says, We can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they help us develop endurance, and endurance develops strength of character, and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. And this hope will not lead to disappointment, for we know how dearly God loves us because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. Pastor Denise has been strengthened by God. Please don't forget to like, share, and leave a review on your podcasting platform. So ladies, now it's time for our program. I am here with the incomparable Pastor Denise Daniels. She is a a big part of my life, and I pray that she can be a big part of your life. She is here to tell her beautiful story about being a mom. Good morning, Pastor, or good afternoon, Pastor Denise Daniels. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? I am doing amazing. Thank you for asking. Um, Before we get started, I wanted to read something to you, and I usually do it before, but I I just want to read this to you publicly. There are many virtuous and capable women in the world, but you surpass them all, Proverbs 31, 29. Um, I have always seen you as a Proverbs 31 woman. You are out there doing the thing, and um, so... Let's get started. How long have you been a mother? Okay, so I've been a mother for 36 years now. My oldest is 36 years old. Okay. Uh, mm -hmm. So that's been quite some time. Seeming that I look like I'm 36. Right, exactly. (laughs) I'm like, well. Especially when I thought you were my age. I knew you were a couple of years older than me, but 36, okay. Okay. (laughs) Wow. And how many children do you have? So I have um I have three children, two daughters, uh Stephanie and Danielle, 36, and one the other one will be 35 next month. So she's 34 right now. And then I have a son who's in heaven um, and he was seven when he passed. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. And how did you deal with that, him passing? Oh, it was a process for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, if you're ready to get in right into that right now, but yeah, it was definitely a process of getting um, getting through that. Um, but thank God the Lord brought me through for sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
were you raised with a specific spiritual belief and how does that play a part in you raising your children today or you raising your children through the years? Uh, yeah, so I was raised as a Christian growing up. My mom took us to church uh, every Sunday. Uh, and so because I was raised as a Christian, yes, I raised my children as Christians. Uh, and I also, um, we went to church every Sunday, sometimes during the week. Um, you know, so yes, definitely that played a big role in me raising my children for sure. Okay. And what are, what are their lives, is, are their lives the way that you imagined it to be? Or is it different? Or have they gone down the path that um, you would have um, thought they were going down? Uh, yeah, I think their lives are better than I imagined it to be, wow. uh, which is a blessing. Uh, so both of my daughters are married. Uh, one has two boys, one has one, one son, so I have three grandsons, um, and they're both very successful in their careers, and they both graduated college, you know, so they, their life um, has definitely exceeded, you know, my expectations, not that I didn't expect them to be, you know, to be great or to do great, but just to look at them now and to see them still prospering and to see them still growing and striving even more, it, it, it's a blessing to see. So, yeah. Yeah, that's amazing to just see the fruit of your labor while you are still here, you know. Absolutely. You know, because when when I was um, when I was younger, I had my kids very young. So I had my first child when I was 17. And then Stephanie came when I, and then Stephanie, I got pregnant like a, six months or whatever later. So she, they're like a year and a half apart. So, so then I had my other second child at 18 and then five years old, five years later is when Joseph came. So I had my kids very young mm -hmm. at, at the time I was met, I was with their father, um, my high school sweet, sweetheart. And we got married young. However, we still ended up getting divorced. And so for a great part of the years with my children, I raised them as a single parent, mm -hmm. uh, raised them as a single parent. So those of you that are single parents, you know, the struggle that comes with that. Um, so, you know, my prayer has always been that they wouldn't follow necessarily in my footsteps, making the mistakes of, you know, uh, dropping out of high school and getting pregnant early because those are things that I did. So when I saw them graduating high school, graduating college, getting CPA, getting master's degrees, you know, you know, getting married and doing all of those things, it was like everything that I desired for myself, but now my daughters are experiencing it. So Wow. That is an absolutely amazing feeling. You know, <laughs> I get you with that. My daughter, when she went to college, I started to feel like, um, I started to beat myself up. Like, you know, you're here, here's your daughters in college and you haven't even got your bachelor's degree. Like you haven't even, even done that. And I'm, 
although I was proud of her to go to college, I'm sitting here going, you know, you need to get your stuff together because you only need two years. So can you sacrifice two years to get your bachelor's degree? Right. right. <laughs> so now yeah, we're- It does make you uh, reflect on your own life and <clears throat> those things you did not finish. It does mm-hmm. make you. Mm-hmm. Did you have any of that kind of fear of missing out when they were graduating and they were getting their degrees? Did you decide to go back to school and do- do things like that? I did decide to go back to school. Like I went back to school and like took some credits, but I still did not get my degree. Um, so, you know, it, it sometimes, I used to be in a place where I was like, oh, I wish I went back to school and got my degree. And just recently I find myself not even looking at that anymore like because I'm looking to do other things and I don't feel like I need the degree to do it. So I was in that space for a while. You know, I I definitely was in that space for a while. Okay. What would you say to a mother that, um, that, that has experienced the, the abundance of her children, uh, having a good life, um, from her praying and worrying in prayer, um, over them, um, and then seeing those blessings and then kind of missing out, but want to still step into life and, and do the things that God called her to do. What would you tell them? Well, I would definitely say if never too late, you know, whatever you feel like you missed out on, just go and pursue, pursue it, whether it's college, whether it's the business, whether it's, um, you know, some sort of hobby you want, you have, or traveling, Whatever it is, I would say go out and do it because it's not too late. And just and once again, we want our children to prosper. We want them to do well. We want them to do better than us. So if if it provokes, if them doing well provokes us to do better, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. So I would say, you know, because sometimes mom, we put everything, especially when they're young, we put everything into our kids, like everything in terms of growing up you know, we pour into them, pour into them, but there comes a time when they're off on their own and, you know, they're transitioning that now you can take that same energy you used on them and, and use it for yourself and pour into yourself and do the things that interest you. So I would say go for it for sure. That's some good advice. Um, (laughs) How um, has children changed your life? Did I ask you that? Did we go over that? <laughs> no, you didn't ask me that. How has children changed my life? Hmm. Well, well, it definitely changed my life when I was a teenager. <laughs> exactly. I mean, everything changed at that point. There was no more hanging out. There was no more, none of that. So it definitely changed it in that aspect. Um, but it changed my life. I would say for the better. I, I am blessed. My children bring me joy and they bring me joy and then they did the 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 ultimate by giving me grandchildren because when I it's funny because when I lost my son uh which is it's been about 20 20 something years now mm-hmm. uh when I lost him you know and I didn't have the boy anymore and it was just me and the girls so when they got older and they got married I said um you know okay when I when I reached 50 I said 
uh, they, they was like, what you want for your 50th birthday? I was like, well, what I really want is some grandchildren. <laughs> I was like, so y'all just make sure when I turn 50, y'all give me some grandchildren. By this time, they were already married. So it's when I when I turned 50, both of them had actually given me two grandsons. So oh, I was, wow. Gosh. You know, so it was like the ultimate um uh, gift for me and it, it's just been a blessing it's it's really a blessing so yes my kids changed my life for the better even though I had them young I wouldn't you know I would I wouldn't trade them for anything in the world would I have waited you know yes but I wouldn't trade them <laughs> right right like I would wait for a while for mine too um, but I wouldn't trade them yes yeah. What, if anything different, would you do as a mother? Anything different? Mm -hmm. I would say um, for me, okay, so if I had to do anything different, it would be spend more time with them during their teenage years. Because here's the misnomer. We think that when they get into their teenage years, that they don't need us as much but actually they need us more. Okay. So if I was to do anything different, I would have spent more time with them when they were teenagers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I understand that I'm having a, a rough time with my 13 year old who's going to be 14 soon. Uh -huh. And uh, just that struggle of leave me alone, <laughs> that leave me alone. So what I do is sometimes in the evening, I'll just go in her room and just lay on her bed and just sit next to her. Uh -huh. Whatever, what you doing? All right, <laughs> Watch it. just watching her play video games or listen to her music or scroll TikTok, whatever. I'm just in there, just That's being good. a presence. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Because I care and I know she don't want me close. I'm sorry, especially girls, you know, they go through the that um stage where they're like oh leave me alone or whatever but you know <laughs> the thing i love about it is that eventually they get over that stage mm -hmm. you know but when you're going through that it's kind of rough so anybody that's listening that's have a teenage daughter <laughs> and you're like at odds right now don't worry because it does get better <laughs> it does it does i know my um my 19 year old she's always been good she's been rebellious for a little bit but Right now, I noticed that she's trying to do life without me. Like, uh, it's not that she doesn't want me, but she's trying to not depend on me and be independent. And I had to tell her, I was like, well, when you, when you don't, when you say that you, that you don't want me to do stuff for you, you're saying that you don't need me. That's how I hear it. And she's like, mama, it's not that I don't need you. I just want to do things on my own and i'm like okay <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah you have a, you you having a hard time letting go huh <laughs> yes 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 because yes. i lost i lost some years with her some some yes. really critical years with her because she went to go live with her dad and yes. so when i lost those years i'm like i'm just trying to scramble and kind of get them back but i have to realize that th that's gone i can't get that back yeah Right, absolutely. Woo. All right. 
we're going to take a little break and I'm going to ask you about your ministry, about your work. So you um, jumped out there <laughs> this year or last year, kind of this year, last year, you jumped out there and started your ministry. So tell us about that. Okay. So, yeah. So um, I've been in ministry for, you know, over 20 years now. So um, I've been preaching the gospel for quite some time, serving in, in various churches in different capacities. Um, and so I think it was last year, no, it was actually 2000, no, it was last year, last year where, you know, the Lord uh, nudged me and was like, it was time for me to start my own ministry, you know? And so basically that doesn't mean a quote unquote church. <laughs> you can't say all of that yet, you know? <laughs> Um, you know, but, you know, basically starting my ministry in terms of, you know, um, you know, getting myself out there more in terms of my speaking, you know, I'm working on a book right now. Yay. Finally, you know, I have so many books inside of me, like it's, it's about time right. for, them to get, to, for me to get them out. Yeah. And so, <laughs> you know, and I'm working on, um, you know, different parts of, of, of my business. So yeah, ministry has always been a part of my life, well, a great part of my life. So I I love preaching the gospel. I love ministering to women, um, you know, and and even young teenage girls. I, I'm sometimes, you know, I have um, these mentorship programs where I um, pull together teenage girls and you know talk to them about you know having. Uh, healthy self-esteem and what that looks like, you know, because I remember when I was a teenager, you know, and I went through having low self-esteem and being bullied and what that felt like, which, you know, which in turn ends up with me ending up, you know, getting young, uh, pregnant at a young age because I felt, you know, I wasn't feeling good about myself. So yeah, those are like part of my ministry, like, and, and also part of my ministry is helping women, you know, come through traumatic events because I've come through quite a number of traumatic events in my life. And so my ministry deals with, you know, helping women get through various events and how to get through those seasons, you know, and not get stuck there. I hope yeah. that answers the question. <laughs> no, you did, you did, that's your ministry. <laughs> That is, you answered the question perfectly. What is your greatest or was your greatest come to Jesus moment as a mother? As a mother? Mm -hmm. Well, I was already with Jesus, but I would have to say when my son was, was accidentally killed, that would have had to be the uh, most defining come to Jesus moment in terms of when I had my children. So, you know, when my son was seven years old, I had sent him to, my mom church had a, um, a summer camp mm -hmm. and the kids, uh, she asked if my kids could go. Sure, you know, they can go. And um, I'm not gonna go into the whole story, but when I sent my kids that, um, on this Sunday, with my mom, which was the camp was in Pennsylvania. We lived in New York at the time and they were going up to PA and they went 
on two buses up to PA to the summer camp. And what happened was one of the buses broke down. And so my kids got there first. So my kids were at the camp with the rest of the kids. My mom was the cook for the camp. So she was in the kitchen cooking. And so it wasn't until dusk where the other bus was to come in uh, with the rest of the kids. So the other bus was coming in. They were all excited, whatever. And what happened was when the bus came in and the other kids were there in the, on the ground, on the campground, the um, driver, for whatever reason, decided to make a U-turn. And when he made the U-turn, my son was on the other side of the bus. And so he was killed. And so the word trauma does not really describe, you know, that situation and the pain. And especially because my daughters were there mm -hmm. and they actually saw my son. And so they also had to come through this tra traumatic event along with my mom who ran out of the kitchen when the girls ran in the kitchen to get her. And so it was a very, very, very trying time. And if I did not have a relationship with Jesus, mm -hmm. I honestly don't think I would be sitting here talking to you today. Right. But it's my faith in God that was that got me through that. It was my my faith in God and having something outside of myself, right? <clears throat> and able to hold on to that. And so I would say that would definitely be the defining moment that <clears throat> that um you know, I don't even know if I should say solidified, but definitely strengthened, you know, because when you go through something like that, it's like either you're going to trust God or you're going to be like, I hate you, God, you right. know, for, for taking me through this. It's either right. one or the other, or it, you know, even if you go through a hate you God moment, you know, and you come back to God eventually, because some people do that as well. You know, as the fact that I, I I just was like, you know what, this is all I have. I'm just going to lean on God and my faith in God and believe he's going to take me through this. And he did. So he brought us through that very traumatic event. And so that's why I'm so uh, have a heart for people, you know, who have gone through trauma in their life and, and you know, all of that pain that comes with it. And so that's part, that's why I have the ministry that I have now. Oh my gosh. And that's probably why I gravitate towards you so much. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yes. Girl, you are the most, I already thought you were amazing. And I knew that you had a child that was gone. I didn't know that part of the story. Um, yeah. God is absolutely, um, he has your back all the time. Yeah. Yes. God is good. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's there. He's, he's all over you. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm gonna pull myself together. Oh my God. What do you think your life would be like if you did not receive this gift of motherhood. If I did, you touched that a little bit earlier. If you wasn't a mom, what do you think your life would be like? 
I don't know. I think I was always meant to be a mom. So it's hard for me to think of not even being a mom, even if it would have happened in later years. I just, mm-hmm. I just believe I was meant to be a mother. <laughs> um, so um, if I didn't have children, I would think it would be uh, me traveling more, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I, honestly, I don't know because now that my kids are grown, I do what I want to do now. So. It's like I, you know, I don't have any young kids at home. You know, the grandkids, they come over, you know, but they go back home after a while. Bye. <laughs> um, so I'm actually living that life now. I, so I can say, you know, I go where I want to go and do what I want to do. <laughs> you know, I don't have to, you know, get up and be like, mommy, what's for dinner? You know, none of that stuff. But yeah, I, I do think that I was always meant to have children though. So I, I think eventually I would have had children. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Not like me where I didn't think I was going to be a mom like at all. Really? I, I never thought I was going to be a mom. Wait, I, didn't, have, like, five kids? I, I, <laughs> I have four. No, I did have five. I had, I had <laughs> one is one is in heaven. Um, but yes, I have four and I never thought I was going to be a mom. I, I thought I was just going to be that one. Like all my friends were having children and I was the god mom. I was buying all the stuff and having all the fun. And I didn't, I was like, ah, the mom life is not for me. I, I didn't think I had a motherly bone in my body. I never did. And sometimes I still don't. <laughs> so, I'm like, Lord, if it wasn't you, I don't know how I'm doing this. <laughs> you, 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 I mean, you seem like you're a great mother to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm winging it. I'm winging it. I'm winging it. Eyeliner, motherhood, everything. I'm just winging it. <laughs> I think we all wing it, you know, when we're, when we have our children, we, they do not come with manuals. So I think <laughs> we wing it and do the best that we can. That's for sure. The manual. Uh, there you go. The Bible. We have, I had to dig deep. You know what, Pastor Denise? I had to get in here. I had to really get in here. And I I was like, because I was like, I, Lord, how, how am I going to raise these kids? I don't even know how to do this. Right. And I had to start looking. And it took me all of 40 years to do it. But looking yeah. I was like, he was like I look just flip, open up I'm gonna show you where to look this is how you deal with this this is how you deal with that I'm like okay <laughs> <laughs> they don't come with man-made manuals oh, that would be nice to have one when you come out the hospital to have a little man-made you know but what you'll find is not every kid is the same so what works for one don't work for the other one it doesn't it doesn't does it Woo. All right. Here's the last one. What is your greatest gift you want to give mothers that are going through what you've been through? So there's a mother out here that has experienced a traumatic event like you went through. And maybe they're, they, they just started in the word. Maybe they're brand new Christians and things are just happening. They've got a divorce. They've lost a child, something. And uh, what what piece of of life would you give them as a gift to get them through? What, well, I would say that um, 
one, that God will not put more on you than you're able to bear, which is very true. And that whatever it is that you're going through, that you can take that pain and turn it into purpose. Mm. Sometimes we, we we're, because we're in it, we can't see the, the bigger picture. But I would say to that mother that what you're going through is only temporary, right? And that when you come through it, take that pain that you've gone through and help someone else come through because there's a bigger purpose in it. I know you can't see it right now, right? But there is, and it's all about how we take it and we look at it and we say, okay, God, this is part of my story, but it's not the end of your story, mm. right? It's part of your story, but it's not the end of your story. And so, yes, that may be, you know, you're going through this right now and this is, you know, the chapter that you're in, but if you keep living, right, you're going to go through some more chapters and the chapters of the book, guess what? It gets better and better and better. The book gets better. So I would say to that mom, don't give up. I would say that I understand that, you know, you're hurting right now. And I would say that God understands it. And I would say, grab a hold to, you know, faith, your faith in the Lord and, and just allow him to bring you through the storm. You know, in the natural, a storm never, ever comes to stay. I don't care where you live in the world. When a storm comes, it's always temporary. And so, you know, whatever storm you find yourself going through, whatever it is, just know that it is just a temporary thing right now that you're going through. Is it, is it bad? Yes. Is it dark? Is it windy? Is it thundering? Is it lightning? You know, is it hurricane winds? Yes. But it never comes to stay. The storm never comes to stay. And so I would say be encouraged and trust me. If he could bring me through all the trauma I've been through, he can bring you through because he's no respect of person mm. and will do it. And I want you to use that pain and use it to help someone else and turn your focus, not so much on the event that happened, but turn it on, turn your focus on how can I help someone else that's going through something similar. Woo! All right, microphone dropped. Pastor Denise, tell the people where they can find you. <laughs> okay, so um, you can find me on Facebook, uh, Denise, yeah. I think, yeah, Denise Daniels or Denise uh, J. Daniels Ministries. Um, that's on Facebook. And on IG, you can find me, Denise J. Ministries, um, as well. Awesome. Well, ladies, that is the end of our program today. I hope you were thoroughly uh, blessed today by um, Pastor Denise Daniels, as I was, as always. <laughs> And we will see you next week. Bye. Thank you for tuning into our program. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and leave us a comment. I can't wait to see you all next week on Mom 
unfiltered.